Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. I think um, it's interesting uh, to, to, to have conversations here. Again, Buffalo Wings and Rings, 68th and 0, will be here for another hour or so. We've got a ton of stuff to give away over the course of the next hour. We have a lot of stuff to give away over the course of the hour. So I'm just saying, if you're in the, in the building, job well done for hanging out. We'll give out prizes. Uh, if you're just driving around looking for a place to have your first green beverage or your third green beverage of the day, uh, come on through, uh, get a raffle ticket, and we'll give them away and, and take care of you. We're also giving away a new Belgium bite. And for folks in the room that have put your name in the box, job well done. If you haven't, get your name in the box. That's a good deal. We're giving away this bike. This bike's going to leave the building today. Rick, go ahead. You might, I'm sure somebody you know could, could use this brand-new bike. <laughs> it won't cost you anything but putting your name in the box, man. I tell you, go ahead and do it. Um, lots going on today, uh, of course, with the, with, the, with the crossover of seasons from winter to fall. Baseball's in full effect. Uh, already took, uh, they took game one today against Nichols, uh, one nothing, and a great pitching performance. And in game two, currently fifth inning, uh, the Huskers lead 11-1. Uh, they're on a roll, and if you're not paying attention, this Husker baseball team is starting to, especially offensively and, and then with the pitching, they're actually getting to work in. Uh, Max Anderson with another home run today um, to do it. Bryce Matthews is still hot. Uh, Charlie Fisher is still hot. So they're getting a lot, of, a, a, a lot of offense from different places, and then the pitching steps up. In a doubleheader today, they've given up two runs. Well done for the Huskers uh, pitching staff. Job well done. And then when it comes to, to that grapple thing, uh, the Huskers are showing up and showing out. And the news from Tulsa is good in that Nebraska currently stands fourth in points. Fourth. They stand fourth in total points uh, through everybody in the tournament. Uh, they had five wrestlers who competed for a chance to, to, to end the day as an All-American and as it currently stands, four of the five have done so. Uh, Liam Cronin at 125, he's an All-American. He's in the semifinals. Uh, at 141, uh, uh, Hardy's at, let's see, he, yeah. So where he stands, uh, he beat Phileas for the second time this year. 7-0 decision. Uh, he was strong in the third period. Well done. Peyton Robb at 157. Uh, his third career All-American finish, uh, good for him. And then at 174, Mikey Labriola became the first five-time All-American in wrestling, in Nebraska wrestling history by defeating Peyton Mako um, from Missouri in a 4-3 decision. And then uh, Silas Allred took on number one uh, Nino Bonacorsi from Pitt. Didn't have success, but can... Through, through the comeback uh, bracket, can win his All-American status and finish as high as third in the tournament if he continues to win out. So fingers crossed to that. Uh, again, congratulations and well done to Mark Manning and that wrestling program and what they've done. Tomorrow, the gymnastics team, uh, look, they're, first, they're in the first session, and that's a stacked session with four top 25 programs in it with them. 
of course, with Nebraska being a top 25 program now, uh, currently ranked at number 23, it makes a whole lot of, it makes for m- much more interesting work. Uh, lots going on. Softball tomorrow morning, 11 o'clock first pitch uh, as well. And then more March Madness, more March Madness as we go. So lots going on in sports, lots going on. Uh, yeah, John Corley, you're right. They, they did their thing. It's really good to watch. Uh, <laughs> that's an interesting question. Text line says, do you think North Carolina is rooting for Duke to win? I doubt it. Yeah, I'm not sure that's, that's how their program. Uh, having lived in that space for a bit, I can tell you, nope, that is not how it works. Uh, they will not be rooting for one another uh, in any way, shape, or form. Uh, today's news, is, 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 and sad for me, uh, St. Mary's number five, knocked off number 12 VCU. My, my alma mater uh, got eliminated today. Pitt at number 11. And every year in this tournament, teams come in in that number 11 play-in, win a tough game. That means they competed down the stretch of their regular season. They complete, competed and played in meaningful games in, in, their, in their conference tournament. And then they get in and they have to fight their way into the tournament, play early with all eyes on them, and then these number 11 teams somehow figure out how to keep it moving. Well, circle number 11 Pitt, because Pitt, who played in the play-in game, got the win, taking on number 6 Iowa State. They're up by 14 points with five minutes, just over five minutes remaining uh, in in the second half uh, out there. Also, NC State and Creighton. Creighton leads it 56-50, 30 mark. Uh, in the second half, root for whoever you root for. Uh, and then another one to keep your eyes on, and I'm not telling anybody whether you should root for Creighton or not. You, you guys, if you're local to this, you figured it out by now. Uh, here's another one at, a, at halftime. Number 13, Iona, is currently leading number four, UConn, 39-37 at halftime. As this thing builds up, I'm just saying, in the games that are that have gone on and the games that play tonight, there are some tendencies that are in play. Uh, number 11, Providence, who didn't have to play a game into this thing, will take on Kentucky, and there are some advantages and some things that you would circle. Number 12, Drake, uh, taking on number 5, Miami. And a 27-win Drake team versus a 25-win Miami team. There's not much difference between the two. I hate to point that out, uh, but that's a statement of truth. 24-win Grand Island against 28-win Gonzaga. 31-win Florida Atlantic versus 26-win Memphis. Circle that one. A team that learns to win, they're 31-3. and three. You don't – you could play in the YMCA. If you're 31-3, and three, you figured out a way to win games no matter who you're playing against. You know who you, what you're good at. You know how, how to process – and the coaches figured out how to share that message. So that's another one for tonight. Uh, number 14, Montana State, uh, 25-9 and nine versus number three, Kansas State, with 23 wins. 23-9. and nine. I pay attention to records as much as where you play. I pay attention to records. If you figured out how to win basketball games, that means you're making shots that you know how to, you know how to, that you're taking shots you know how to make, Uh, You've learned how to defend, and then you've learned how to do the most difficult thing in all of basketball, which is finish games. 
So uh, if you disagree with me, hit me up on the text line. You can hit me up on the Sardar Hammond text line. Let me know what your thoughts are on those games. If there's another upset today, if you think there's another upset, I'll ask you. Let me know. And the best response, the best text, uh, we'll put another gift pack together from, from Buffalo Wings and Ring, and we'll, we'll have it for you at the station. Uh, but give me your best response for what you think uh, the upset of the day will be. I'm also going to flip because in the next seg- se- segment, I want to talk about the women's bracket. And yes, the prohibitive favorite is South Carolina. And it's, it's not as simple as that. That when you're talking about a team that has size, has length, has athleticism, is extremely well coached, is extremely disciplined. They faced a tough SEC schedule and didn't blink. Didn't blink, didn't give in. This is an SEC conference that has talented teams up and down, and each and every of those teams faced, <laughs> faced Don Staley's <laughs> South Carolina team and failed. So I'm not going to be one to go out on a limb and say that I don't think South Carolina is the best team uh, in the country, I think they are. But there are some teams of interest, some teams that will be fun to watch, some teams that have lots to accomplish, and all of them have a shot at South Carolina. Then the question becomes who gets the opportunity and then whether they're prepared for it or not. Bach, we will throw it to a break here. Uh, Going to give away some more prizes and set Jake up for this thing, get him all prepared. Um, and then when we come back, we'll talk women's bracket. We'll, we'll keep track of what's going on with Husker baseball. And the madness itself here live from Buffalo Wings and Ring 68 to 0. We'll be here for another hour. 